0: You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge, and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear. Then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall.
1: James on- Welcome, Wealth Builders, to podcast number 55, Establish a Financial Plan. It is your blueprint for building wealth. In podcast number 54, we discussed the importance of maintaining a builder's mentality when approaching your goals. Therapist Tony Bowers talked about the concept of beginning with the end in mind and the value of rewarding yourself when you reach milestones in your life or milestones towards those goals. Well, that builder's mentality is more effective when there is a set of plans or a blueprint to follow. Creating, maintaining, and following a comprehensive financial plan is one of the most effective ways to build lasting wealth. A journey of a thousand miles starts with one step, planning. The planning process starts with a vision. What does retirement look like to you? What does wealth look like to you? It all starts with a vision, just like the vision you need when you're building a house. What the house looks like in your mind's eye will determine how it is built, where it can be built, how much it will cost. The vision of your home shared with a trained architect or builder will be turned into a blueprint that lays out the process, the action steps, and the directions needed to complete the construction for your dream home. The vision that you have for your family's wealth-building aspirations or your lifestyle at retirement can also be converted to a working plan or blueprint. When shared with a personal, professional financial advisor, it's called comprehensive financial planning. And the first step is to decide to do it. More out of this week's episode of If You Don't Know, Now You Know.
0: And if you don't know,
1: now you know. Today's question was text to me from Michael. Michael's text read, should I move my money out of the stock market in light of the conflict in Ukraine and what seems like major drops in the stock market every other day? Well, thanks for that question, Michael. And I can certainly appreciate your concern regarding the stock market and all the volatility that we have been experiencing lately. Well, first of all, I want to say that I believe that recent events present an opportunity, not a setback. However, how one reacts or should react to this kind of situation depends on how close you are to the end to your end date or to your goal or reaching your goal. In other words, if you're within five years of retirement, you'll see this in a different light. By that, I mean, when will you need to use the money? So like I was saying, if you are at least five years out, this is a good time to buy some good value, dividend paying stocks at a good or low price. The concept behind good investing is to buy low and sell high, but it is not easy to buy on the way down. And no one knows where the bottom is or when we'll get there. So with that being said, the prudent approach to dealing with this or any type of market volatility is to choose good, well-managed companies, good, well-managed exchange-traded funds, or good, well-managed mutual funds, and invest systematically over time. This process is called dollar cost averaging. And it is a very effective way of taking advantage of volatility. However, it does not eliminate risk. So you have to be aware of your pain points or your level of risk tolerance. But most importantly, you must be disciplined and committed to your investment strategy. Michael, I I hope this information was helpful for you. Uh, Just remember that information is wealth. So get informed and stay informed. Speaking of information, the information that is needed to build a good, comprehensive financial plan is something that's sometimes hard to face. To build a good, comprehensive financial plan, you need to begin where you are. No matter how bad or how good your current finances are, you must first fully disclose all that information to properly assess your finances. Just remember, no matter where you are, There you are. And from there, we can build your financial plan or your wealth bidding plan from the ground up by focusing on six concepts. One, budgeting. How are you spending your money? Two, cash reserves. Having enough emergency money set aside for uneventful circumstances or circumstances that you did not anticipate. Three, protection. Life insurance, disability income insurance, health insurance, homeowner's insurance. Four, investments, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, 401ks, 403bs, annuities. How are you investing your money? Five, retirement. How much do you need to have to generate income for you to last you for your life expectancy? Take into consideration inflation. Six, estate and or legacy planning. When it's all said and done, you go on to glory. What do you want to leave behind for your family and even your family's family? Do you want to plan one generation, two generations, or three generations deep? Now, I can appreciate that this is a lot. And that is why I'm breaking this up into several episodes. But today, we focus on establishing, owning, and committing to your vision. So I have invited a special guest to the show, Ms. Melba Lee. Melba is an artist that specializes in helping people design and construct vision boards. I feel that that simple exercise of constructing a vision board is an extremely effective way to materialize your wealth building vision. And there is no better one than Melba to help us get there. All right. We are here with Melba Lee vision board coach and i would say world-renowned artist she would not say it but a very accomplished artist here in houston texas and we want to hear from her on what is the best approach towards getting your mind ready to capture your goals and dreams on a vision board. Hello, Melba. How you doing?
2: I'm doing well. How about you?
1: Can't complain on this gray, dreary Tuesday.
2: I know. I know. Uh, kind of cold here in, in my house. You know, we were running up just a few minutes ago to get the air, the heat turned on. So yes. we got a little chill knocked off of us. But In, thank Houston, you for-
1: in Houston, we never know what, what we're going to get. Uh,
2: exactly.
1: exactly. Well, well listen, uh, first of all, happy International Women's Day. To get you and you. And are you prepared to uh, give us some uh, jewels of knowledge about what one can do to get started on capitalizing their goals and visions on a, uh, a board or a canvas to, to actually conceptualize the dreams?
2: I, I am. And if I'm honest about it, This is probably one of the dreams that I had, too, that I might doing an interview or, if you will, on a podcast. So I just uh, I've seen the power of the vision board, just visualizing what it is that you have a desire for.
1: Mm. And when you see the power of it, what do you mean?
2: That if I, I believe that the power is getting those images out of your head out where you can actually see them. And I think even with them buried inside of you, sometimes that is power too, that they, your dreams just kind of continue to linger around inside you, if you will, in your mind's eye until they are realized. And I think both of those forces are powerful that it's not going to die until you've at least put some work toward making it a reality.
1: It's like that nagging a uh, child that uh, wants something is never going to let you forget that you didn't get it for them. Just keep
2: exactly.
1: reminding you, exactly. every time they see you. You said you was going <laughs> to. That's
2: that's exactly what it is. You said that you were going to. You had a picture of what it is that you want to achieve. And until you at least put some work behind it, it's just it's not going to die.
1: Well, I believe, and this this podcast is all about financial planning and the six concepts of financial planning. But as I say in the podcast, in the very beginning, when you're thinking about your wealth building goals, when you're thinking about your retirement goals, it all must start with a vision. What is wealth to you? What is retirement to you? What does that look like? So if you can't have a vision of it, as they say, if the man can conceive it, the body can achieve it. Yes. That conceptualization is visualization. And how do we take that vision and make it into something that we can touch and feel? And, and I went through your vision board course and I brought some clients along and you were very effective at letting them take their goals and find some clippings in the newspaper that actually represent those goals so that they can turn them into something that they can actually see. And if they see it, maybe, okay, it can be achieved. What what would you say is the first step towards that?
2: I think the first step is the fact that you have a picture of what it is that you desire. Your mind, probably anything that any of us that we've accomplished is we saw ourselves achieving that, whether it was your college education or or, uh, your spouse. It started with a picture of what you wanted, your new home, your new car. And I think then life can get in the way sometimes of us achieving that, but I think the very first thing that gets us going is the picture that we believe that we can have it. And that's where we're going to just kind of pause. Just get the picture of where it is that you want to go and leave. Don't start with, I can't, I wonder if I can, if I can't. It starts with the picture that you believe that you can. And then you start to work towards those goals. But again, it's it's the picture of where you want to be.
1: Well, you know, in the podcast and and, and when I talk with clients, journey of a thousand miles starts at one step. So when you're in your uh, workshop and you have 20 people sitting at tables waiting to do a vision board and they're thinking, oh, wow, I don't know what to do. What do I do? What is the very first step?
2: The very first step, again, is sitting from where you are. What is it that you want? What is it that you have a dream about achieving? And start to get those pictures, if you will, if you're at a workshop, start to look through the magazine that will give you a picture of what it is that you want. Again, it's, it's trying to get people to get into the mindset of getting a picture of what you want. Paint that picture. Mm-hmm. Get it out of your head onto that paper so that you can see
1: it. Okay, and, and, and your vision it. and touch it because in your vision boys, you're not only using magazine clippings, but you're also using paint and, and other. Yes, so, so it's kind of a what do you call it? The multimedia. Type of piece, right?
2: Yes, it is. It is, and I like the paint as an artist. I don't like the white space left on the paper, so I try to fill up the paper with something beautiful. Again, yeah. that's a way to express yourself. Sometimes people are a little bit uh, inhibited to to express themselves, but mm-hmm. again, it it's a way to create your own vision board, and nobody's vision board is going to look look like anybody else's vision board mm-hmm. and you're just free to create it uh, in your own way.
1: And a lot of times what people would do, I found, is they'll be afraid to dream too big. Uh, so, And I think the vision boards allow you to go beyond what you believe your limitations are exactly. as you put these things on the canvas. Do you encourage people to to uh, think big and oversized when they're doing their vision boards or just stay within themselves?
2: I think at big and oversized because our dreams really are big and oversized and, and that's that's a good that's a good thing the vision but the initial workshop is just about dreaming and then I will I have a 6 week course where you start to work out what is it that is keeping you from your dreams whether it's fear or could be uh, any number of things, Uh, maybe not having the finances that you want right now. Well, then start to plan, but don't let not having those things right now inhibit you. So the very first thing is just to dream big, just dream.
1: Now, it's interesting that you said plan because you know one thing I remember when my clients were doing the vision board is people who are analytical and they're looking at their blank canvas, they want to somehow map out what they're going to do, how they're going to place these objects on this canvas to uh, create a picture of the dream. And they get bogged down by overanalyzing, analysis paralysis, if you will, instead of just letting the brush or the man or the scissors or the pencil or the pen just flow. How do you get... A person past that analysis paralysis or that fear of embracing what they may feel they're not worthy of to move towards getting those dreams on that canvas.
2: The initial part of the vision boarding is just dreaming. So if I can get them to realize just dream and don't worry about how it's going to happen. And then there's so many different ways to create a vision board. Some people are analytical. Some people want, it, want to divide their vision board into quadrants, if you will. Mm-hmm. One for finance, one for family, one for whatever the other reasons are. Some people like me, I just put all of mine all over the board. And most of my vision boards are words, words mean more to me than pictures do. So Mm. I allow people to decide you can use words and I try to tell them the kind of words that you're going to look for, words that make you feel good, passion, desire, more, those kinds of things. So I give them a list of words that they may look for or pictures that you are Mm. looking for. Again, if you can just get them to leave all of those, I can't and can I, should, I'm not worthy. Just leave that alone right now Mm -hmm. and we'll get, we'll get through the next part when we start to do the goal setting.
1: Okay, and it, it sounds like you are encouraging people to do more than one vision board. Maybe have themes for your vision board and do one for each uh, segment of your overall dream. Is that what you recommend? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yes, that works for some people. So mm-hmm. it, it's just to get them to get the dream out of their head that they can see what it is that they want.
1: Okay, it sounds like it's a great vehicle to get you unstuck. It is. uh, To get you out of your own way, you know? Yes. (laughs) Well, well, how can a person reach you if they want to talk with you about helping them to design their own vision board?
2: I'm at melba08 at yahoo.com. melba08 at yahoo.com.
1: Absolutely. Now, you do one-on-one consultations with this as well as groups?
2: Yes, I do. Yes. No, I really? find that one on one is good but I find that groups work well because you get the energy yes. from the the people in the group. And one other thing that I didn't say is that once your vision board is created you need to put it somewhere so that you can see it every day and be reminded. Yeah, don't run from your vision your board. Huh? Don't don't Forgive run me. from
1: the vision board, right?
2: Don't run. Don't run. Don't <laughs> run. And again with the inner being in a group when you speak about your vision board, that brings a lot of power as well and you get to share Mm. what is on your vision board. And that kind of holds you accountable. If you've told us that in your group that I'm going to uh, save $10 a month, we are going to be expected that you will save $10 a month. So being able to talk about it is powerful
1: as well. See, I like the words you use, there, accountability, because when you work with a financial advisor like me, my whole role really is to hold you accountable. So that vision board that you've taken hours to build it's there to hold you accountable for that dream that you conceptualize, you pull from your brain and put and put on this canvas.
2: I can remember. A, mm-hmm. I did one about two years ago and had it hanging on my wall. And uh, I'm a member of Toastmasters. And I got a phone call from a member asking me to consider being president. And I thought, no. I don't think so, but what I did, I looked up at my vision board, and there was something on my vision board that said, "It's time to take a chance. Don't don't lose it." And I thought, "Okay, that's what that means at this point in my life." So it's there to remind you of what you said: take a chance, and that was an opportunity. And we have to seize those opportunities that come. Come to us because they may not come again. And your vision board is also giving you opportunities to seize your dreams.
1: Excellent. That's a great place to end. Thank you so much, Melba, for sharing your time with us and helping us walk through this process of conceptualizing our dreams by using vision boards. Thank you so much. Thank you. Melba, thank you so much for guiding us through the process of creating a vision board regarding wealth building goals. Hopefully you guys will do this exercise of turning our hopes, dreams and aspirations into something we can see and touch. I believe if you do this, it will go a long way in strengthening your commitment to taking the next step. And that step is creating a comprehensive financial plan. And we're going to talk about that in our next podcast. But until that time, keep building wealth. Peace.
0: You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall. Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. I
1: know you can I teach you
0: how
2: to save, don't waste your money, but bank your money, don't spend your end, I teach you how to
1: save, your bank account will be filling out with them I teach you how to say. Well, number one, if it ain't making money, make it ain't making sense.